0: Today's episode is sponsored by my online courses. Like what you're hearing so far on the podcast and can't wait to get started organizing your home, wardrobe, kids, or schedule? I get it. Head over to everythingwithstyle.com and click on the online courses tab to get started now on your organization transformation. Each course is loaded with before and after photos for inspiration, videos, and checklists to keep you on track to accomplishing your goals in three simple steps. Everything you need to go from crappy to happy is inside those courses, and they were designed with Busy Moms of Littles in mind. So check out those helpful online courses at everythingwithstyle.com and get ready to feel less stressed and more organized today. Okay, on to the show. Hi, I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible, and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey there. Thanks for joining me for episode 31 and a little organization motivation. Today I'm excited to talk about having an organized living room, but I have to tell you <laughs> I have got a funny situation going on behind me and I'm so hoping I, I you know the joke is when you get distracted, it's like squirrel and then you can't focus on what you're talking about. I have an actual squirrel distraction today and I have to tell you about it in case I act weird. <laughs> or distracted, or lose my train of thought on this podcast. This morning, I had to actually have my husband come in because there was a, I don't know if aggressive is the right word. I don't really know a lot about squirrels. I, they're kind of cute. You know, I grew up in the South with some woods around and there were lots of squirrels. And now living in Southern California, we have a tree that goes right up where our master bedroom is and there's a balcony. And sometimes when there is fruit, this is, it's a persimmon tree. Have you guys ever had a persimmon? So we have a persimmon tree and it goes up right by our bedroom master uh, little walkout balcony. And when it is producing fruit, which is right now, the squirrels and the birds are just flocking from everywhere, right? But on this day, (laughs) it felt a little extra weird because I could hear this strange sound coming from a very persistent squirrel that was just staring at me. And I have my windows open so I can get some natural light in as I record the episode. And in the past, you know, maybe I've had to edit out some traffic going by or a garbage truck or possibly my screaming kids downstairs who are supposed to be, you know, distracted by Lego activities. But today this squirrel has been making the most insane sounds. It feels like there's a mating call happening. And then I started thinking, gosh, did Did they, did this squirrel see my roots? Did this squirrel see that mom is looking good these days? Because I finally got in to get my hair cut and colored. And I just thought maybe you guys could relate to that with all of the COVID closures and having the salons be at 25% capacity and even shutting down completely. When we got back from Tennessee, after not having my girl who does my hair for two whole months, I was desperate to get my roots done. They were looking atrocious and they had shut down. Whenever I came back in town, they had shut down. And so just a few days ago, I was able to finally get my hair cut and colored by the amazing Aggie at uh, Zane Color Salon. If you don't know about it, go check them out on Montana. They're amazing. But here's the deal. This squirrel is, I'm telling you, giving me the look like You look good, girl. So that's what's happening outside of my window today. And I can't even tell you how many times I have tried to stop and start this podcast because it is making crazy sounds. So if you hear these weird, I don't know, mating calls or something happening, just know that that is the situation. And honestly, I'm flattered. I'm flattered. I really feel like maybe it's my hair. So on that note, let's talk about an organized living room and not just an organized living room, but how to get your living room looking good, feeling organized with kids. Because let's be honest, those kids bring a lot of stuff to the table. They are not afraid to ask for everything under the sun, we've got a couple of fall birthdays back to back and then boom, all of a sudden it's the holidays. So this tends to be the time of year that stuff comes in. And I can't tell you how many times I get that bug of, okay, we got to purge because I know what's coming. I know that there are birthday parties and there are holiday gifts that are on the way in, which means we need to take a good hard look and be seriously decisive and fearless about getting stuff out of the house. And that's kind of where we're at right now. So I wanted to just tell you guys, because when I did a poll last week, it was requested to do the living room. And again, not just having an organized living room, but how do you have that with kids. And so much of that, I think, comes from neutral baskets that you're putting in place, not the primary colored things that don't actually match your living space because they're, you know, Disney character. I love a Disney character, but we don't need to have Disney character faces all over, you know, boxes and things that are in our main living space because I feel like it is, awesome. Now I have to tell you, my mom, actually, my mom tells me that when we come to visit, it brings her such joy if we leave toys out and we have things out by the pool, like cute little tiny swimsuits from the kids that are drying until the next day when they put them back on and get back in the pool. But for me, I feel like because I have kids at all times, you know, I'm not at grandparent status right now. And I don't normally have this super clean, polished house that has no signs of kids. And so because I'm living in that stage now where I have two little kids with the stuff, I have wanted to make sure that my living room gives me the opportunity to kind of wipe that slate clean every night when the kids go to bed. So that way, if you're having some just alone time or watching a movie or catching up on work, or if your husband and you are hanging out in that space, or if your girlfriend comes over so you guys can, you know, whatever, watch The Bachelor, whatever your jam is, you need to have a living room that is going to be clear of clutter so that you can enjoy that space that doesn't necessarily have to give your kids that that area to, to play in and do activities and that kind of thing. So that's kind of where I want to take it today, which is not just having an organized living room in general, but really making sure that it's accommodating your family's needs, but it is really giving you that clean slate, that uncluttered area so that when those kids are not with you, It really is a nice adult space. So I can't speak to everybody's particular living situation. So I'm going to talk about what ours looks like. And you can obviously take any of those tidbits and apply them to your own, or maybe it'll just kind of get the wheels turning about how you can make your space a little bit more organized if the living room feels like it's gotten a bit cluttered or like the kids have taken over and it's no longer an adult space. So here we go. As you know, I love talking about the three E's because when you're trying to tackle a room or space or have some kind of goals in that area that you're wanting to achieve, it's very easy to get bogged down with all the little details. So I really like to keep it to three simple steps. Once you've achieved those, you can move on to your next three steps if you want. It feels less overwhelming and it feels like you're reaching those goals a lot faster than if you've got 10 things on your list, so to speak. I always will say with your three E's that they may look like mine and they may look totally different. So I go back to just like in episode one, I talk about the three E's philosophy, your essentials, enhancements, and extras. So your essential thing that you're wanting to focus on in your living room could look different than someone else's. I really always like to start with the essential purge and getting rid of anything that you don't love isn't serving you, isn't bringing you joy, that kind of thing. So I would say, look at your living room. What is it in that living room that you love? Can you kind of design your space around that? And also what can you get rid of? So when you're talking about the purge, this first step, you want to get rid of anything that isn't being used often in that room. If there's a one-off, let's say you do have kids, toys, or activities in there, and those kids will occasionally pull something out and play with it, you might think, oh, that's being used, so I don't want to get rid of it. But do ask yourself this. Is there the possibility that if that thing didn't exist in that space, is there a possibility that it would never be missed? So just because occasionally it might come out, is it worth it to you to take up that valuable real estate in that room or have the look of whatever that item is that they might play with once in a blue moon? Is it worth it to you? If it is and you find that that becomes just so much fun, you know what's popping in my mind is all the board games. So maybe you have family game night or you host a a game night where all your friends come over and the kids come over, and that's really fun for you, so you might think, well gosh, there's an area in my living room where I like to keep all of these games. Whether it looks good or not, we'll get to that when we get to the extras of, of really organizing that space. But whether it looks good or not, just ask yourself, is this something that we are using in this space often? If you are having you know once every few months a game night, whether it's family or friends or whatever, perhaps Living room area is not the space for that item. Same with a toy. If your kids have a certain toy in there that's taking up quite a bit of real estate, or maybe it just doesn't look so great when you walk in and it's just like, oh, overrun with toys in the living room. Want to figure that out. Maybe this is the time that we purge that. Really the stuff that needs to be in your main living space, because I feel like other than the kitchen, your living room is probably where you're spending the majority of your time. Does it need to be cluttered up with things that you're occasionally using? Do you need to have those toys that are taking up space in that living room when they maybe could belong in a different space? Because at the end of the day, when those kids go to bed, it's really kind of nice to have a space that looks like an adult space that doesn't have Disney characters all over it or whatever, you know, Paw Patrol or whatever is. The stage that you're living in right now. So, I would just say consider purging it from your home completely if it's not something that's being used almost every day. And then, if you decide that you want to purge it from that space, do be really thoughtful about how accessible do we need to make these things when we move them to a different location, right? Because you don't just want to shove these in the back of a closet when they're not easily accessible, because then you're going to use them even less. All right. So I would just say, get really, really clear about that purge when you're deciding to do an organized living room. And the next thing, when we move on to your second E, which is the enhancement, I always say that any of those items that you've purged, now it's time to consider the sale slash donation of those. So is it time to be able to pass those on to somebody else where it's maybe more age appropriate for them? Is it time to get a little ROI and put them in a yard sale? Whatever it is you decide to do, go ahead and make that decision quickly so that it's not just being, again, pushed to a closet or pushed to the garage where things go to die. Make sure that you are properly going on to that enhancement, which is getting rid of it in the best way that makes sense for you right now. And now we're all ready to the third E, your extras. This is where I talk about styling your space. So we have the purge, the sale, and the style. The styling of this space is where you really are wanting to make sure that if you are going to have things that have to do with your kids in that living space, for example, you want to stick with neutral colors. And there's a couple reasons for this one, it's a little gentler on your eye. It's a little more, you know, zen whenever you walk into that space. Think about not only you enjoying that space every day, but when you do have people over, perhaps this is a little bit beyond the pandemic. When we are inviting people back in, we're hosting parties or get togethers or family game nights, and then we have friends from the neighborhood come over. What do you think they see? Go to your front door, walk in. What do you think they are seeing with fresh eyes in that living room? Is it like, whoa, the kids have taken over? I remember when I was doing my home online course, I was looking through photos to have, and there was one that said something like, it was a sign that you could post in your living room that basically says, no, we're not under construction. We just have kids. That resonates with me. That is so very crystal clear because it does sometimes feel like your living room is under construction when you've got kids, especially if you've got multiples, especially if you've got kids of different ages. And so I would urge you to really get serious about that purge. Give those items that are not being used often to someone else who can use them often and put in neutral items that can organize that space. Now, do you understand what I mean when I say neutral? These are things that are maybe like, the grays or the, uh, you've got like the woven baskets, like those earth tones, browns, beiges, grayish, like (laughs) where gray and beige had a baby and it's grayish. It's like that kind of color. Or even if you want to do a black and white kind of thing, or even if you want to bring in clear acrylic bins. So maybe you're actually seeing some of the colors of whatever is inside of those bins, but it also is still kind of Going along seamlessly with whatever you're loving in your living room now, have it just match, have it just flow. Because a couple things happen. When you've got an organized, almost curated living room space and you have less in there and it's not cluttered, I always say clear the clutter to see the blessings. You may be missing opportunities to spend time in that living room in an enjoyable environment because you feel like it's overrun with stuff or your eye doesn't even know what to go to whenever you walk in that room because it just feels like there's stuff all over the place. And often when it feels like there's stuff all over the place, it's because you haven't done a good purge lately and it's, it feels like the walls might be closing in on you or it feels like it's turned into a playroom instead of a living room. And let's just talk about the fact that it's called a living room. This is where you need to be living and having fun and enjoying that space. And if it is overrun with clutter, if there's a lot of stuff on the floor, if there's a lot of stuff on furniture that's in there or countertop spaces in there, if you've got you know an entertainment center, if you've got some built-in shelving, if there's a lot of stuff, it maybe feels a little overwhelming versus inviting. And we don't just want to design our house so that people who come in are like, oh, wow, this, you know, needs to be in a magazine. No, we need to design it so that not only is it working best for our family, but it also really is giving us that welcoming, peaceful feeling when we walk into it. You don't want to walk into your house and feel like, oh, I'm just like six projects away from being able to enjoy this place you want to enjoy it now and so often that can come from just that initial first good purge of getting rid of stuff regularly don't just do this once a year if you want to do a big spring cleaning thing fine but i can't tell you how many times i'm just in a constant state of purge because why because the kids are growing really fast their needs for things that we have in the space change really constantly. Like I said, if you've got more than one, they are kind of going through different phases at different times. So you want to have the right things for the babies. You want to have the right things for the toddlers. You want to have the right things for your older kids and you want to make sure it's working for all of you. So I really do encourage you to take a look today at your space and think, is this space overrun with, with clutter or stuff that we are just not using? And if so, take the time to get it out of there. So go back to episode 7 where I talk about the essential purge and that'll just give you some encouragement about how to get things out quickly so it doesn't feel overwhelming and stressful. Then go on to gosh, I think it's episode 22. I'm going to double check. I'll pop it in the show notes for you. That is the yard sale. That successful yard sale that is going to give you some ROI on anything that you decide to get rid of or it also talks about in that same episode the best way to donate things if you're not going to sell it. And then finally, that extra of organizing your space, keeping in mind that you want to bring in baskets that are maybe open top so you can throw everything in really quickly if you need to. Maybe you wanna have a closed top if you feel like the stuff that's going in those baskets is a little bit unsightly. And when you walk in, it feels like, oh, my eye's going everywhere. And so if you do need to cover those up, do an opaque basket that does have a top on it. And perhaps maybe you want to look into the furniture that you have and think, hmm, is this furniture that lives in my living room, number one, even enjoyable? Do I like sitting on the couch? Do I like sitting in this chair? Do I like the look of it? Is it the overall design that I really want for my house? Or is it just hand-me-down furniture or stuff that we got many years ago when we first got married and started the home and now styles have changed? You know what I'm saying? Is now the time that you need to be looking at that space and thinking, is it appropriate to hang on to this furniture maybe as you're getting through another phase of the kids? You know, like some people are kind of like, I would never have a white couch because I have kids. I want you to consider the fact that there are sometimes – are real benefits in you choosing to have that white couch if you're wanting like a light bright airy space and a white couch is something that's going to make you so happy? you can invest in some blankets to throw over it if the kids are sitting there eating their goldfish or you can invest in some couch covers that you can throw in the wash you can unzip those on the cushions and throw them in the wash or take them and have them dry cleaned or spot clean them. Or maybe it's time that you have a professional couch cleaner come out, bring that piece of furniture back to life, and then uh, you can easily maintain it if you end up having it treated so that it's not quite so susceptible to stains. This is a great time to be looking at these things and just thinking, are these the right pieces of furniture that we need in our home? And, and also, you know, let me just address the fact that sometimes budget, money, that, that is an issue listen, I understand that. Totally understand that. And if you need to hang on to that furniture, because right now it is not the time to be trying to switch out furniture. I totally understand that. So I think that is where you would want to make sure that you're doing that great purge, getting some ROI to maybe set aside for one day, deciding that you are going to replace some of that furniture. And when you do that, also, again, picking timeless pieces, neutrals where you can, because you can always throw a fun decorative pillow, depending on if your style changes and color choices change, that's where you bring in the nice, cool pieces of decor that really can speak to your style, but you still have that basic kind of neutral main furniture that you've got going on in there. And again, just really be honest about if you are designing this space with kids in mind, are you going to have things that have clothes tops that maybe for that age range of kids, it's just a little too complicated. Maybe it makes more sense. I just did an episode a few weeks ago where I talk about choosing the right containers for your space. Definitely go back and listen to that because that one is really going to speak to some different things that you might be putting in this living room space that is actually going to make your life so much easier with kids. And you're not going to be getting containers that just like are a total pain and not serving you and your family. So think about all these different things, the good purge, either selling or donating anything you're not using, and then making sure that you're having it styled in a nice style friendly, like whatever your style is that that actually speaks to your style, not just kind of dealing with whatever you've got. Really put in a lot of effort and energy and talk to your kids about, Hey, what can we do to make this living room really a space that we want to live in? When you're styling it, does it match the decor of your home? Do we have baskets in place that are going to help with that organization instead of having, you know, Legos or cars and toys and baby dolls and all that kind of stuff all over the place? Really find some great items that make sense for your entire family. Put those in place and have as many clear countertops and clear open floor space as you possibly can. And this is gonna leave room for lots of good living. All right, I hope this was helpful for you guys today. Reach out to me and let me know if there's something that I missed in the space that's making you crazy. You know, definitely if you totally love your living space furniture, which I talked a lot about today, just that sometimes goes hand in hand with organization, Maybe it's actually time for a fresh coat of paint or some new lovely curtains. And if that's the case, that could be your extra. That could be the thing that you're really wanting to use to put the finishing touches on having your living room be something beautiful for you. So consider that. I hope that these suggestions are helpful. And if so, pass it on to a friend. Let them know that this might be something that they might want to listen to. And absolutely bring on those kiddos. Okay, Let the kids listen so they can get in it too. If your kids are on board with you getting more organized and really styling your space so it's working for the whole family, they're going to be there to help you out with it. All right? It's not a one-woman show over here. You can actually have some backup. And doesn't that sound nice? All right. Hope you guys are having a great week, feeling organized and productive. And I look forward to talking to you next week about some fun new organization projects that I have been working on myself. And until then, happy organizing. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Mom's Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.